Yeah, it's DR. Malik Books has all the knowledge you want. Malik Books has all the knowledge you need. Malik Books. Yeah, they have all the books that the whole wide world wanna read. Malik Books. I have a customer. She expressed to me that she has appreciation for books. And so I, her name is Khadija. Mm -hmm. And so I want to ask her, you know, how has books changed your life? Um, I was always an avid reader, like growing up. Uh, it helped me kind of, I wouldn't say escape, but escape, create new worlds, um, see things beyond my neighborhood. I'm originally from Memphis. So like now books are also a way to find out how we have um hit our history in order to continue it in the book especially with a lot of black authors um writing these days and i absolutely love books it it gives you a way to look at the world in a different mindset and also especially if you read authors by uh books by black authors you kind of get to see the the totality of blackness and appreciate it so yeah i love books one of the things that i like to talk about on Malik's bookshelf is books. Mm -hmm. um, you mentioned to me that you're getting a PhD. Mm -hmm. So how do you mix reading, fiction, mm -hmm. nonfiction in between getting your PhD? <laughs> okay, <laughs> now that is hard. Um, because for I always tell people, it's like people, especially black folks who get our doctorate, we're not getting it for our health, right? And so I have made books, audio books or just regular books, even all down to like the graphic novels and comics, even down to middle school grade. I like to read them, too, as part of my self-care. You have to do that. So it's to like I'm getting my doctorate in policy. It's a lot going on in policy right now. So that gives me a step back and help remain balanced. What do you think we can do to increase the interest in reading books? Because, you know, there's a stigma mm -hmm. in our community that we don't read enough. Mm -hmm. So what can we do? You got any ideas? Oh, wow. I think, honestly, audiobooks reopened everything to me. And so I, I think for more, most schools, they don't know new books are out there. They want to recycle the same books, and the same book's not doing it. Um, and so also stop forcing kids to read five books and they only like eight. <laughs> let them like, let them read, let them pick out the book. Like it starts really young cause we get burnt out really young. Absolutely. And so I, I always encourage people, especially teachers, English teachers, don't go with the regular books no more. The new books are the classics, right? And so that's how you get them because now we have more representation. And I mean, you just look at the book covers, every type of black person is on the book cover now. And so you just have to get them, even with the most basic books, get them back into it. Don't force it. Have audiobook. Um, sometimes I think a lot of good things that has happened that like Netflix or Hulu has changed books into movies. And so then people want to go back. Mm -hmm and read the book true indeed they tie it into a movie mm -hmm. what do you like about you know malik books because you're a continued customer mm -hmm. and obviously you know something that keeps drawing you back to malik books and so i just want to hear from you directly you know what keeps bringing you back to malik books um you guys are open to suggestions you carry the big authors and the small authors from the kids to the adults to even the 
the like mask and everything water bottles anything like a black person will want <laughs> y'all have and it includes all types of black people so all types of books all types of genres and so also it's a black on business in la i'm not i'm, I'm from memphis so there's a lot of black folks but la you know it's a little bit more diverse and to have a black bookstore right here where people shop and they're like ooh what they doing like and it's it's just the it's the it's the vibe the feel of the black owned and even the soul is in the bookstore well that's why we exist simply because we want to amplify our voice uh -huh. you know we're not trying to push anybody else uh off the shelf we just trying to get on the shelf right. that's, <laughs> that's why hey that's why i'm a podcast malik bookshelf because we want to amplify the voices with books with culture with mm -hmm. community mm -hmm. and so we want to amplify our voice and shout it loud and be proud mm -hmm. and so i want to thank you for this opportunity because this segment is called customer appreciation um you could you know, we appreciate your continued support and thank you around whenever because I've, I've bought my um, books for class out of here so I even tell like my classmates like if y'all live in Culver City area come to Westfield if you live over there by the Crenshaw come to that th that go to that location if you can't order online so I always su I always support black owned business especially black owned bookstores we need them well, we appreciate you and that website for us is malikbooks.com have with me right now Barbara Lindsay, the founder, creator of the Black Business Expo in Los Angeles. She is a pioneer. She's helped develop so many incubator businesses all throughout Los Angeles. And I'm I'm just so happy and joyful that I have her in a, in a conversation about her, you know, as a strong black woman who's achieved enormous success. And today, you know, the buzzword is buy black, buy local. Well, this is something she was doing since the, what, 80s, 90s? So, I'm, Barbara, I want you to talk about the Black Business Expo and the event that you're about to put on that's coming up in November 20th. Okay, Malik, thank you so much. And I love your energy. We need that energy today. Um, and I'm so happy to just be able to, to chat with you and, and your listeners. Um, yes, we, we really were supporting each other way back in the 80s. And the Expo was started in 1989, and we went on for years. And then Dr. Odin and Hero Hamburg uh, came on board and continued it. And now we're rebirthing it virtually. And we still have the same mission today that we had back then, is to support Black-owned businesses and to also let the community know where they are because if you don't know where they are you cannot support them but now with all the new um, social media and all the new technology we can locate them faster and easier now but we still want to pull them together and to make sure that people know who they are and malik guess what you are always such an intricate part of this and and that energy that was there you still have it, thank but you, we thank really you. would love to have it again, where people are just excited and want to support. And I believe it's yes, coming yes. back. I can feel, I can feel it now. The timing is now. The timing, it is coming back. It is, you know, because people, you know, there's not enough jobs for everybody. So some of them have to, yes. you know, create a job for yourself. 
We living at a time now where stop being the victim because there are things you can do in order to change your dynamics in your life. And the Black Business Expo was always a pioneering event that I know we participated in the 90s. And um, I, I, I mean, hauling in all those books back and forth to the game. That's work, yeah. but it was worth yeah. it. It was worth it because, you I know, remember. to see these millenniums radiate this energy today where they want to do for sale they want to be entrepreneurs they want to you know they're not they, they, they that's what that was all about we we laid yes. an example that the mm-hmm. future generation can take that and move forward and so i'm glad to see that you putting on the event that you started out in the 80s i'm glad to see even though it's virtual eventually it's going to become uh, and a physical event, you know, in one of these conventions again, just because, um, you know, is is needed, is is desired, is a must, and so I know Barbara, um, I just appreciate me having to have met you and being part of that legacy. So tell oh me, oh my god, t- that is so nice. You Thank welcome. you. Welcome. Thank you, you so welcome. much. Thank hey. you. And, and and I know you big on kids. I know you big on kids, and yes. part of what yes. you're doing yes. with the Expo this year has a component for youth. It always said that the children are 100% of our future. Can you talk to us about what you have in store for the event with these with the kids and the youth? I sure can do that. And Malik, I love that. The kids are 100% of our future. And that is so true. And if you can recall back in the day, we supported young people then. It was called Tomorrow's Entrepreneurs Today. And I wanna just take a second, and at this I just have to share with your listeners. I was in the Carson Malls, this has been uh, probably 10 years or so ago, and someone said, Miss Lindsay, Miss Lindsay, turned around this tall guy, says, I want you to see my shop, I want you to see my barber shop. And I didn't know who he was. And then as I turned around and we engaged in conversation, he said, you know, I, I, I showed up at the expo and I saw all these barbers there on a stand and they all was dressed in black. Malik, he took time to explain all of this, <laughs> but he was a kid then, right? Yes, yes. And he yes. said he knew from that moment he wanted to be a barber own his own shop. Well, he ended up having, um, oh my God, I can't think of the name of the barber shop now. But Hair Architect was there. Oh, Hair Architect. And, and uh, Yes, and the son is still running it. And he was able to open a barbershop in the Carson Mall that is called, I think, Hair Architect, Architect. 2 or something like that. Yes. yes. But anyway, I always say kids cannot be what they don't see. And so we always want to showcase Black-owned businesses. So for this expo, uh, we're partnering with Crystal Mitchell. She's been working with youth for years, and we're going to have a youth pavilion. These are kids, Malik. This this just touches your heart. They have their own businesses. And we really want people to support them because we want to assist them in buying uh, supplies, products for their businesses. So when you log on 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 Saturday, November 10, you will be able to support the young people. And, And we want all of you to just just, you know, log in and see what our future holds. And it's saying, November 20th, 100%. right? Saturday, November the 20th okay, from 10 a.m. Sure. to 4 p.m. And Malik, would you be so kind as to let me or leave a number? Because I don't want to leave yeah. the long number for the website. Sure, um, sure. It's 
You heard that. That's how you can find more about this Black Fitness Expo. I had, I do know that because you having this youth component at the event, that we immensely jumped on board to donate yes. as well as contribute. You know, donate books and some resources, some funds. And, and, and the minute you told you. me, because kids and, are important. Malik books so exist true. because of youth and children. Yes. You yes, know, and thank you so much, and I'm, I'm very appreciative. We are giving them the space, of course, but we also, we were looking for a sponsor, a couple of sponsors to step in and sponsor so that we could give them prize money. And the prize money, uh, we're going to do a pitch competition, mm-hmm. and that money will go towards buying products for their businesses and just uh, equipment, whatever money. they need. Yes. So we were not able to get sponsors, but guess what we've been doing? We've been calling people in the community and asking them to donate. And some are donating $25, $50, $100. We're going to have enough money because we're going to keep calling mm-hmm. until next Saturday. So raise the money. That's we're, right. we're, our goal is $2,500. Okay. And this would help these young people with their businesses. We're donating the space to them. They don't pay for any of that. Okay. We just need money to Absolutely. help to uh, help them to purchase their products for their business and the supplies that they need absolutely and that's a wonderful mm-hmm. wonderful wonderful gesture um that's it's important for for us to invest in our youth and our kids absolutely because, you know absolutely. and so I, you know we're delighted to support our youth and i appreciate the opportunity that you bring into the community and i do want you to share the website that also that people yes. can register for yes. the upcoming just, event yes just 21 number 21 l-a-b-b-e dot com it's 21 l-a-b-b-e dot com for los angeles black business expo dot com well barbara thank you for this opportunity so we can share what's happening in our community and around the country positive positive and and very important events like the black business expo on yes zoom event (laughs) <laughs> it's, it's, it's going to be on, on, on virtual. We can have people from all over. All and over. our topic, our theme this year is creating generational wealth. You know, our, and we, we just know that we're going to get back and go, and go further than where we were. Because with the 2008 uh, downturn, you know, in the economy, yes. blacks lost most of their wealth. And where's most of our wealth created? And real estate. In real estate. We, most of our wealth is right there in real estate. And uh, we're, we have some of the top speakers that's going to come and discuss how to even uh, buy real estate now. How to get yeah. to the point where you own Much your needed. own home again. Absolutely. We're at 44%. That's it. Black For, home ownership is only, at 44%. I thought it was lower than that. Oh, my gosh. Well, no. Around the country. I thought it was lower than that. Don't say that. But we're be giving, we have all the top real estate people that's going to discuss how you can uh, really um, be in a position now to purchase your home. Because some of the banks have really great programs. So we're excited about it. That's important. Our keynote speaker is George Frazier. And you know what? His message has never changed. It's remained the same for over 30 years. 
economic growth and development for people of African descent. And one thing that I've learned from him is he said, you cannot sit back and wait for corporate America to bail you out. Hello. Whatever you want to do, you just get up and do it. Hello. That's how I started the Black Business Expo. I had no sponsorships at first. I did American Express card. American see, Express see, took the card. You got me tingling now. You got me tingling now. Yes, because that's, that's important. You, yeah, you got it. You got to do this is that he says until we create enough businesses that we can turn around and hire our own, we're going to always we two million short. We two yeah. million jobs short yes. around the nation because we don't have enough entrepreneurs and, and yes. self-employed businesses. Corporate yes. America cannot hire. They can't even hire the majority of their own. We have to create businesses for ourselves. It's part and of our responsibility. We got to stop yes. the blaming. Listen, yes. we cannot no, be a victim no more. We cannot no, we, be a victim no more. No, we're not no. victims. We, we, victim. This is why this is important that we have yes. in this conversation because this is the positive and uplifting information that's needed for change. Yes, yes, you know? yes. Yes, <laughs> yes. And, like, and another thing that George says, which is so important, I think, all this stuff, because he has real, his teaching has had an impact on my life. His, mm-hmm. his book, Success Runs in Our Race. Right, Success Runs in Our solution. Race. Yes, he gives solutions to the problem, not just keep repeating the same problems over and over and over again. What other solution? And you know, the other speaker we're going to have is Dennis Kimbrough. Do you remember Dennis Kimbrough? Think and Grow Rich, a black rich, choice? The black choice, yes. <laughs> we have Dennis Kimbrough, so you know him. Oh, and, yes. black, and he's interviewed all the black uh, millionaires, and he's going to be sharing information on how we can learn from the black millionaires. And so we're just so ex- excited about all of this. Oh, you got two heavy hitters. Two oh, yeah, my success running our race and think and grow rich, a black choice. Two powerful books that I know that at Malik Books, we have sold tons of them over the years. We still selling wow. those books today. Wow. It's important. Wow. These books, wow. and one of those books, Think and Grow Rich, a black choice, that's one of uh, by Dennis Kimbo is part of the Nipsey Hustle reading list. These are, are one you of serious? yeah. These are one of the books he read. Wow. Yes, wow. that made That's a transformation amazing. in his life. The yes, information yes. and thinking grow rich yes. because you know it's it's that you 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 know everybody's different. So you have to figure out the dynamics that are suitable to make you successful. So you got to look at it according to your culture and and your situation. Every, you know, you, sometimes the mainstream ain't going to benefit you. You got to think about That's how true. your community, how you can benefit. You got to think outside the box today. So those are two absolutely. powerful hitters. Absolutely going to be a powerful event. Los Angeles yes. Black Business Expo is back. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you, Malik. Oh, my gosh. I just love your energy. I just love your energy. And then we have, we're going to have 10 wealth additional to all these other speakers, Treasure Owen, Dr. Tony, and we have 10 other wealth speakers. The topic, all the topics are going to be on creating wealth. And Deborah mm-hmm. Thorne tells a story, gives me chills, mm-hmm. of how her great, her grandfather has created generational wealth. With He had a third grade education. And to wow. this day, they're reaping the benefits. So if her grandfather had a third grade education and could create generational wealth, what's our excuse? We don't have any. And generational yeah, wealth any. is important. We have to okay. pass on legacy. 
Yes. We have to pass on institutions. That is our responsibility and no one else's. Always say. Yes. And, and so one, one of the ways that, you know, we as collectively is that we got to find a way to pull our resources. And so yes. we got to do it bigger and, it's and better. Happening. It's, happening. It's, happening. it's happening. It's happening. It's happening. I'm really excited it's, it's about happening. the excitement yes. that's now surrounding black-owned businesses. Yes. Because there's a young man that wants to do a documentary on what happened in the 80s, 90s, 2000 with black-owned businesses and how we stepped up and supported yeah. each other. There was the there millenniums was during that time. Yeah. This is what has helped the, this latest generation called the millenniums is all the mm-hmm. work we did in the 80s and the 90s. It yes. made it in yes. 2000, it made an impact. Yes. The consciousness. Yes. It took time. Yes. But now yes. it's it's a yes. it's united and it's happening yes. all over this country. Our youth, these millennials are fired up. Stepping up. They yes. stepping yes. up. Yes. You know they're and, stepping up. They st- and he's only he's, he was twenty three <laughs> at the time, so now he's twenty four. But let me just share this with you rather quickly. Okay. He said to me, he never he didn't know about recycling black dollar the organization. So we've dropped the ball. We haven't passed on all of this to the to the next generation. But listen, he wanted to start an organization called Recycling Black Dollars. But guess what? We already have Recycling Black Dollars. Muhammad started in, what, 1988 or something? Yeah, right, but right. But he wants to be a part of that and to carry it forward so that black businesses can support other black businesses. Young Absolutely. guy, I mean, this is his mission in life. So we're going to be in good hands. I just have so much yes. faith and confidence in young people. Absolutely. It's room for everyone to step up. Yes. You know, and be about the work now. It's everyone can participate, man. There's room for everyone. Collectively, right. we can make them more together. You know That's what I'm saying? It. That's, <laughs> That's oh why recycling God. money, black dollars. <laughs> more together. You know what I'm saying? You, we, you can't, look, you can't, you can't. You know, it takes a village to raise a child. It takes That's a community. Right. It takes all of us to deal with this situation. You know? Yes. And you're an example of that. You're an example of that. I, like I said, I remember you lugging your books to the convention center. You never gave up. You never, <laughs> never gave up. Never. You never gave Had up. Had back surgery, all that, from carrying yeah. all them books over the years. Yeah. Still at it. But you know what? Still at it. Where you are. And yes. that's 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 the key. That's the key. We can never give up. Never, we can give, never up. give up. Never so give up. I'm so excited. And Malik, thank you so much for You're the welcome. opportunity to have me to just hop on. It wasn't a planned um nope. call. It's all organic. Just, uh, all organic. You, you no know? script. Just, you know, I don't no have no notes. No, <laughs> I said, no, let me no call Bob right now. I, 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 just, I just topped off another call. The phone's ringing, but you know what? That's okay. The bottom line is that we want people to come out on Saturday. Uh, actually, it's next, not this Saturday, but next, next Saturday, Saturday, November 20th, from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Again, uh, you can reach us direct at 310 498 3783 310 498 3783. If you'd like to uh, meet us on at our website, you can do that as well. It's 21 labbe.com, 21 com. And it would be great to see just people tuning in, actually. Yeah, Absolutely. Logging in, just yeah, logging log in, in. Log and in. and it's gonna be it's gonna be a great event. 
Well, Barbara. Well, thank you, Malik. You're I welcome. You're welcome. All you've done. Th appreciate you. Oh, my you. gosh. I wish I could bottle your energy. <laughs> <laughs> so. Thank you, Barbara. I appreciate this, okay. this interview. Thank you so much. Much okay, success. So much success. Uh, thank you. And you're welcome. Same to you. All right. Okay, bye for now. Bye bye. <laughs> A moment of clarity is early in the morning when we just sitting in our car, driving from one destination to another. We have that limited time before we arrive at our destination. Just, just think about what's heavy on our minds, what we need to do that day as well as think about something creative. Think about something that we need to do to change our lives, to make our lives better. I'm sitting in my car. I'm driving to Malik's books. And I got a flood of thoughts just popping in and out of my mind. So I said to myself, why not take this time while I'm driving to work to talk about what's on my mind? Talk about whatever comes to my mind. You know, these, sometimes your body, your mind is just a conduit where you're a receiver and I find that early in the morning, I'm able to be a lot more creative. I'm able to solve solutions. The things that are heavy on my mind, I'm able to figure out. Just slowing things down, not living a life of a microwave, because nothing comes in an instant. And sometimes it takes brain power, thought power, to just figure out what I need to do, how I need to do it. You know, life is like a puzzle, man, and you fit pieces together, you know, and it's like any even in a relationship when the hands and the fingers that is can insert in between each other and be a tight fist with two hands become one fist that makes a more solid relationship. But when you just clasp the hands together not interlocking the fingers. Well, that's a whole different type of relationship. And sometimes that's how life is. You know, things don't stick. The glue don't hold because the grip ain't firm and ain't tight. Every day, every day, you should have something to do. You should have an agenda on your list of things to do. Life got purpose. Life got meaning, man. Ain't nothing idle in this world. Everything is moving. If you ain't moving, you're dead. And you need to move. You need to push. You need to want better. You need to not be complacent. Not say, I'm not saying things ain't, you know, they say if, if, if something is working, then don't try to change it. You know those old cliches, those old phrases. It ain't, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. 
listen, you got to strive for perfection. I'm all over the place this morning because my thoughts are just flowing in me. It's just flowing in me. And I'm just like, I feel good. It's early in the morning. I'm blessed to have another day. Because none of us promise tomorrow. But today, make this day the day to do what you need to do to change your life, to make it better. Hope is always a reality. And you always hope for better. More money, better job, better relationships, a better world. Man, we all hoping for that. We all hoping for that kind of change. If you're not hoping, then I don't know what to say because, you know, we're born incomplete to grow into completion. Nobody's born perfect. You got to grow into whatever it is that you want to be. That's the process. So that's why I say sometimes you got to have hope because there are a lot of forces that you don't control to become what you want. There are a lot of obstacles you got to overcome to be what you want. When you're driving in your car to your destination, that's the time. Cut the radio off. Cut the radio off and gather your thoughts and think about, take that time to meditate and to think creative and to, you know, dictate your thoughts that you need to do to create a better tomorrow, a better world for yourself. Take that time to solve a problem that's in your life. Take that time to figure out how to make a better relationship with yourself, with your family, with your, your mom and your dad and your friends. Take that time to figure out how to do something better, bigger, grander. That's what I'm doing this morning. And all I'm doing is suggest you do the same thing. Because a lot of times you think you don't have time to do something. But you can fit it in a time that you already are en route to do something. So that's my dry time thoughts today. Peace. Thanks for listening to Malik's Bookshelf, where topics on the shelf are books, culture, and community. Be sure to subscribe and leave me a review. Check out my Instagram at Malik Books. See you next time.